being at this point, I realized that so many of my traditions have been rooted in me traveling to other people Mm. during the holidays. And I used to love setting up lights and decorating, but as I got older and then moved further away from home, the holidays became about going to see other people on their schedule at their convenience to make them happy, especially being so many states apart. And I've really had to take a step back to think about what do I enjoy doing during the holiday season Mm -hmm. and how do I personally want to spend my time? Welcome to the Women Rewriting the Rules podcast, a production by Gush Living. I'm your host, Sumi. And I'm your host, Ashley. And this is where modern women gather to navigate our way through the maze of personal, financial, and emotional challenges, create confidence in our independence, take control of our finances, and achieve ambitious goals, all while loving the life we're currently living. But before we get into the content for today, we want to share something really exciting with you. We are offering a really fun incentive for our day ones, our founding listeners, to help us get this content into the ears of other women who could benefit from it. So if you love this content and you show us your love, we want to pamper you by offering you our very first giveaway, which is a spa day at the Four Seasons Hotel. So if you want a chance to win, there are just three simple steps you can take to get entered. First things first, go ahead and follow this podcast on your podcast app of choice. Next, you're going to write us a short review with a five-star rating. And third, go ahead and share your review on your IG story and tag us at Gush Living. It's really that easy. And once you tag us, we'll pick one lucky winner on January 1st. So get your reviews and shares in now. Let's start the show. So I'm super excited to talk about traditions and holiday traditions Mm. and how you're approaching holiday traditions as a modern woman who may be single, who may not have children yet. What does that actually look like? So some of the top holiday traditions are listening to Christmas music, watching Christmas movies, opening presents, putting up the Christmas lights and decor and decorating in front of the house or even hanging stockings. Yeah. Um, all of the things that I did growing up, even though I wasn't Christian. <laughs> um, also, it's Hanukkah during this time. So there's lighting of the menorah, the Han- Hanukkah candles. There, it's also Kwanzaa, um, which I'm not too familiar with, but I know that there's candle lighting involved there too and some other traditions. Absolutely. Yeah. Kwanzaa is something that I definitely need to incorporate more tradition for my life and have had some thoughts around that. Um, But we can talk about that when we get into creating new traditions for ourselves, which I'm super excited to talk about. And then I can't leave out, it's Diwali during this time also, which is the Hindu celebration of, of light prevailing over darkness or good prevailing over evil. Yeah. So, okay. I'm curious to know 
what are some of the holiday traditions that you had growing up? Like we talked about some general things that mm-hmm. I feel like kind of like everyone cruises around the mall parking lot while listening to Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. Um, but what are some things that were really unique for you and your family? Yeah. So we definitely had some some family traditions, but I also want to explore in this conversation what it meant for me to um, find my way when those traditions changed and when they weren't happening anymore, because I think that's what people our age are are going through and, you know, are figuring out, okay, um, like for me as a single woman, you know, I don't have the same traditions with my family that I had 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, my, I have a big family, my, I have three sisters and, you know, my parents, and my grandmother, and we all grew up around the DC area and, um, or, you know, lived there. And, um, we, Basically, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I grew up as really strong family-oriented times, um, like most people. But what I found was that uh, over the past decade, my sisters all got married and had their own partners and their own kids. And so I found myself really struggling with the loss of feeling like I had any tradition. To enjoy or experience during this time. And so for years, I felt um, just kind of isolated because my sisters were doing their own thing with their own families, and I was single, and I didn't even think to myself, well, Sumi, time to create your own new traditions for yourself as an independent adult woman. I was, you know, kind of in the well, I'll do that once I'm married with kids mind frame. So anyways, that's what I want to delve into today around why and how you should create your own traditions as a single independent woman. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. There was an interesting article that I was reading the other day that said 21% of the people that were studied in this survey um, said that their celebrations at home for the holiday season are actually kind of disappointing. Pointing. Okay. And so I think a lot of women like us in our situation now sometimes think about how can they take care of themselves during the holidays and maybe instead of going home to see family that's taking a vacation or taking a trip. Like I know for myself, I had a lot of fun holiday traditions that were really meaningful. So when I think about Christmas and being home with my mom and my grandfather, I think about making Christmas cookies. Like we would pick multiple recipes and spend a day making tons of cookies. We also do a themed dinner on Christmas Eve, which is really fun. Um, So my mom will pick a category like Mexican food or Italian or Asian food or Indian food. Or one year we did a Texas State Fair theme, which deep fried everything, including butter. So that was really nice. Um, not the healthiest, but very tasty. Um, we do that. And then my grandpa every year, I just like love watching him like sip on his eggnog next to the fire that he just mm-hmm. set up and we'll put on the temptations, give love at Christmas mm. is a fabulous Christmas album. Mm-hmm. So we'll listen to that. But for me as well, just, you know, being at this point, I realized that so many of my traditions have been rooted in 
me traveling to other people mm. during the holidays. And I used to love setting up lights and decorating, but as I got older and then moved further away from home, the holidays became about going to see other people on their schedule at their convenience to make them happy, especially being so many states apart. And I've really had to take a step back to think about what do I enjoy doing during the holiday season? Mm. And how do I personally want to spend my time during? Wait, do your do your HMU exercise for your own holiday season uh, rituals and traditions? If exactly. you listen to our last episode, you'll yes. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, that was in episode two. But but I think that's a really you know really good point in that like there's so much joy and value to be had by creating traditions in general. Can you speak or tell us a little bit about that because? It sounds like you've had some really solid, strong traditions during this time. And what do you think that has given you? I mean, it it's always the pros and the cons, the positives and the negatives. So growing up, it gave me a strong sense of belonging, a sense of community, some familiarity, yeah. a lot of comfort. A lot to look forward to, I would imagine. Yes, mm. absolutely. But but then when I had that realization that uh, I'm actually not looking forward to going to Texas and spending a full week road tripping between Dallas and Austin and Houston and East Texas. Oh, and just driving around like a mad woman to see everybody? Exactly. Okay. And that's what I would do. Mm. And so I had to really look at my traditions and ask myself, do these make sense anymore? Mm -hmm. And in this country, it goes without saying that we have a lot of traditions that don't make sense, that weren't necessarily built on the best foundations. And that's how I started to look at my traditions for the holidays were, where did this come from? Maybe it made sense at one point. Does it still make sense now? And I realized that a lot of times they, they don't make sense. And so I've really given myself permission as a single woman to do less and to let go of some of the people pleasing that I may have associated myself with and been on that path when I was younger and to sit back and really allow myself to go with the flow, but for what feels good for me and for what makes sense for me. I love that. I, I think it's, again, taking a stand for yourself and having the courage to really evaluate what's right in your life and what's not. Yeah. And I mean, it can also be very scary as well because I had to understand that I've made a very specific decision around how I want to spend my holidays. I'm traveling to see family, but I don't want to travel and make 15 different micro trips within that trip that I'm I'm making home and I had to start asking for things and asking other people if they would actually come see me and be okay. prepared for the fact that for some of my friends and people that I've had long standing relationships with that answer may be no and maybe they weren't willing to make the effort even though I had been making the effort for so many years is that what you have experienced? 
I've experienced the complete opposite. <laughs> oh, okay. you know, sometimes yeah. I think we're afraid to ask yeah. questions and we just go along with things because it's how it's always been. And when you step out of your comfort zone, you ask potentially uncomfortable questions where you might be a little scared around what the answer would be. Sometimes the answer isn't what you think it's it's going to be. So I actually did find that a lot of my friends and family were happy to come my direction and to make the holidays something that weren't so stressful for me. So we still have those traditions of seeing each other. It just looks a little bit different okay, than that's how it used to look. Beautiful. I'm so glad you shared that because I think there's something really valuable there in that, you know, as we're reshaping traditions and figuring out what works for us now and how to enjoy the holiday season and the and the rituals from the past and new ones that we're we're creating, it's like you might be pleasantly surprised. Absolutely. And I know you mentioned that you've created some new traditions for yourself. What are some of those traditions and how does it look different than your childhood? Yeah. So I think when I was a kid, you know, we weren't, I wasn't really that active. And that's one of the main values that I feel drives me right now is living an active life. So one one of the things I started doing was um, doing a 5K turkey trot with friends the morning of Thanksgiving, um, because that's generally, you know, a time when you're going to have a big meal that night, right? And so it's great to get out and get my run in in the morning with friends. That's definitely not something I would have done as a kid or as a teenager, you know, and definitely not something my mom would ever do. <laughs> so it's kind of like realizing, okay, yes, I need, I need more activity in my life. I want to be outdoors. And, you know, similarly, um, I, started, you know, there were a period of years where I just sat uh, sad. I sat sad because my siblings were really busy with their partners' families and all cuz you know, as as opposed to you, my family we didn't really do a good job of integrating strong traditions or planning them, right? So when my sisters got married, their partner's traditions and plans kind of like took over their life. And it just became like our plans were always very last minute. And they just kind of like went out the window because they weren't set in stone or very well established. And so I spent a few years feeling sad about that because I'd be like basically by myself or maybe, you know, my mom and I would like watch a movie or something on, for example, Thanksgiving or something. But I would not see everybody else until I realized, well, if I wanted that, make it happen. And I love this line from this spiritual text called A Course in Miracles that says, whatever is missing from your life is something that you're not giving. And I think for me, that really applies to you know, love and, you know, feeling connected. And if you want to feel more connected to somebody, well, then you make the effort to connect with them instead of expecting them to come to you. And, you know, at the time when I read that, I needed that. I needed that perspective shift. And so I thought, well, if I want to be more connected to my sisters during this time, let me go to them and connect with them. So I started inviting them and all of their kids out on a Sunday morning um, hike. That's one of the things we do when I'm when I'm there now. And so that's been really special. And and like you said, I was also like pleasantly surprised because I was like, well, no one's, they're all so busy. I'd made up all these stories. They're so, they're not going to be able to make it. They're not going to get everyone together and out in time. And 
but they did. Yes. <laughs> so that's been a fun new tradition as well. Oh, that's amazing. I really feel like, so we've had this conversation before. We're very different people. We have a lot in common, but we're very different people. And I think it's so important to have some reflection on where you're currently at in life. Like I realized that I was doing the most during the holiday season Mm -hmm. and driving around like a mad woman and was able to take a step in making a new tradition for myself and allowing people to do things for me. And it sounds like you were a bit on the other end of the spectrum and you were able to then step up and make space for that connection to happen as well. Yes, exactly. Take more of a, I say, a leadership role in my connections. I love it. I absolutely love it. So for your family being Indian, did you have any traditions that you leaned into? Yeah. You know, it's funny when we were, when I was a kid and I think if you're listening to this and you are, you know, of Asian American or of another background, you might relate to this in that you kind of have this internalized racism toward your own culture. I know that I experienced that and it's a conversation for another day for sure. Uh, but I, you know, was embarrassed. I was embarrassed of our, of our food. I was embarrassed of our, you know, on Diwali, for example, like we would, my mom in the early days <laughs> would make us wear Indian clothes and langas and things like that, that I wouldn't want anybody to see me in from school, you know? <laughs> and I, um, and so there, there was all these things going to the temple that I didn't want people to know that I was doing because I, and so I pushed these things away and from me and from my life even. And my mom, she was not very traditional, so she sort of just went with the flow and allowed that to happen for all of us. And my dad was pretty not involved, so he didn't have anything to say either. So <laughs> it's only been as an adult that I have started to actually lean into the appreciation of my Indian heritage and culture and trying to, you know, I was, I was reading the other day, there was an article in India Times about um, some of these practices that that exist in Indian culture. Like even, you know, the namaste where you put your hands together and say yes, hello. After every yoga class. Right. There you go. Um, apparently there are like acupressure points on your fingertips and your palms that like activate and like apparently like activate your heart chakra and make you feel more connected and ground, you know, in, 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 quote unquote, love with the person that you're with, right? Have more of those positive feelings. And I just, it's been great to sort of learn more and appreciate Diwali and appreciate, you know, these traditions that my my grandmother, that now are being popularized in Western culture even that are rooted in ancient Indian tradition, like pranayama yoga. Pranayama yoga. My grandmother every day wakes up and does this breathing exercise where you, you know, breathe in through one nostril and then the other, and you do it fast and in different rhythms and it, it activates your body and it activates your chi as they would say. And so, um, it's like, ah, these things are now, you know, were things that I had the opportunity to grow up with that are so powerful and, you know, engage your life force and, and have so many health benefits and connection benefits that, um, I'm finally, leaning into. So it's been really great. I absolutely love that. Like that makes me just smile from ear to ear to hear 
I've had me too, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Like I've had so many thoughts for myself. So being African-American, so many of the traditions that I've followed around the holidays were just Christian traditions, Mm -hmm. but there's definitely, as I've gotten older, a part of me that wants to be more connected to my ancestors and wants to be more connected to the traditions that if things had gone a little bit differently, I would still have in my life yes. and be connected to. Yes. And, you know, like when you're when you're young, you're just kind of going along with the status quo and you're trying to fit in exactly like trying to fit in so you want to do all of the things that everyone else is doing but the power of having that connection to your roots especially during the holiday season when everyone's festive and you've got community and people are getting together and spending time together i think is an amazing thread of tradition to have in your life. Yes. And so, yeah, I, I am so happy for you that you're reconnecting with yours and also really excited for myself to start reconnecting with mine as well. Yeah, that's really great. Okay. So if you're listening to this, I think our takeaways from this episode are, what would you say, Ashley? One, leaning into your traditions from your, from your background. If you're not you know, a white American, you might have traditions that you may have forgotten about or not learned about or pushed away for various reasons. Yes. And finding ways to incorporate that foundation of who you are as a human can be a really great way to just instantly have more connection in your life and instantly feel more community. I think I would also say that as a single woman, You may have traditions with your family, with siblings, with friends, et cetera, but having your own traditions, even if you don't have a partner, even if you don't have children, building some form of consistency in what makes you happy in the holidays and building a tradition around yourself, whether that's travel or how you decide to handle your holiday meals or activities that you do, I think is also really important to just be reminded that you're complete right now, exactly as you are. Yes. And I would say, uh, look at yourself as a leader in terms of you get to design the exact experience that you want during this time. And so figure out what that looks like for you and literally make it happen. Yes. I love that. Well, that concludes this episode and we look forward to talking to you guys soon. See you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. And don't forget, we still have that really amazing incentive for anyone who's listening to this podcast right now, who is looking for a community with other like-minded women, we want to pamper you. And that's why you have an opportunity to win a spa day at the Four Seasons. So how do you get entered in? three easy steps. First, make sure you're following this podcast on your podcast app. Press that little follow button. Then write us a short review with a five-star rating. It really helps get the word out to other women who need this content. And then third, share that review. Share your review with us on your Instagram story, but be sure to tag us. It's at Gush Living. 
We'll pick one lucky winner on January 1st. So go ahead and get entered right now. And we'll see you next time.